Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. So the Am I an Asshole Reddit post, have you heard of this before? No, I haven't. So it's gaining traction on everything I've listened to, so the radio, TV, internet videos, and essentially what it is is people go on this social media site called Reddit, which, from what I can gather, people just post on it. It's like Instagram's for pictures, Reddit is for asking these weird questions, and there's some pretty pretty dark corners of Reddit, but we won't get into that today. And the am I an asshole forum is people go onto Reddit and they type what they've done or what they're thinking about doing and they ask, am I an asshole if I do this? Am I an asshole because I did this? Like I said, a lot of them are real world situations. Some of them are really dark. We're not going to get into that because we're, you know, a comedic podcast. But I found on the website the taco, not like a Mexican dish, it's the taco, T-A-L-K-O, and it's the 10 funniest Reddits of 2020 up to February 15th. That's not very far into 2020. <laughs> no, that was before shit hit the fan 2020. So things were still kind of lighthearted, but I say we just go down this list. It has brief descriptions of what these posts have been. We can dive further into it if you think it's worth it, or we can just keep going down the list and we'll just see how far we go because that's, you know, that's what we do on this podcast. Works for me. So we'll start at the top of the list. According to the taco, the 10 funniest Reddits, am I the asshole? threads because that's what it's called on reddit it's called a thread because we like to learn on this show so you that's your (laughs) takeaway remember that natalie when i ask you at the end of the show so here we go number 10 lying about the reason she's missing three fingers and it has a picture of chubbs from happy gilmore Everybody loves that movie. So it says, Here we have the story of a young woman who only has two fingers on her dominant hand. She's used to people looking at her hand and being asked, What happened to your three missing fingers? But there are days when it really becomes bothersome. After starting a new job, she decided to have some fun and tell every new co-worker who asked her an increasingly random and entirely different story as to how she lost her fingers. She said everything from chewing them off as a baby, as we do, to cutting them off with a plastic knife, to the doctor cutting off too many. Funny enough, everyone believed her and it caused quite a bit of drama at work. First impressions, <laughs> Natalie. Um, it just makes me think of... Mm. It makes you think of nothing, apparently. No, I had a thought and I think I shouldn't say it. My first impression is, how did you actually lose the three fingers? We didn't really get down to that. It's probably a really boring story or it's probably a really just like she was born without them or something like that. Like it, it isn't an interesting or funny story. And so at that point, you just make it up. So the opposite of this woman, remember the unnamed professor at Adrian College who had six fingers on a hand? No. Oh, you didn't know about that? <laughs> no. Well, this unnamed professor, I had him for a class. There's one hint. It's a him. I don't know if you ever had him for a class, but he had essentially a thumb growing out of his thumb. And he would tuck the extra thumb into his pocket. I don't think I knew that. I didn't notice until somebody pointed it out to me about a month into the class. It's totally there. I thought it was just like a mean rumor that college kids spread. And it's like, nope, he <laughs> has the thumb and he just rolls with it. I mean, good for him. I mean, yeah, that's just very interesting. But this is not extra appendages. This is a lack of three fingers. Not just one finger, it's three fingers. So like my grandfather was missing fingers because as a child, he blew it up with dynamite. He also lost his eye in the incident. That's very extreme. If you knew my grandfather, which I didn't. 
But <laughs> if you knew Frank Alexander, it's not surprising at all. <laughs> but apparently, if you asked him to take his eye out, if you were one of the grandchildren, he would do it. And it's like, dang it, I wish I knew him so I could see the eye socket. Because that just sounds cool to me. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you wouldn't want to just like touching. Do you ever just touch your eyeball? No. What if a gnat flies, not a gnat like you, but a little tiny <laughs> fly right into the eye? Fly in the eye. I mean, you don't wear contacts, do you? I do not. So I should wear glasses all the time. I was going to say, don't. I know you wear glasses sometimes. I'm probably but... going to get to that point because it's either going to be contacts or Lasix. So kind of a side story is I had glasses starting in high school for far away vision. Went to AmeriCorps, didn't wear my glasses. Towards the end of my term, I put them on one day when I was working on a video. And I was like, hmm, these are helping me see close up too. I should see a doctor about that. Going to the eye doctor last September, and he's like, well, usually your age, your eyes don't change much. We'll run the normal test. I did like two little tests, and he's like, oh, yeah, you have a astigmatism. I was like, <laughs> cool, I remember that from the, the commercials as a child. Do you remember they showed those commercials all the time of like teenagers, and they're like, I have astigmatism, and I don't remember how they fixed that. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, that means you can't see close or far. And I was like, bitchin'. <laughs> So it's either going to be contacts or Lasix for me. Well, the point of that is that I wear glasses. Well, now I wear glasses most of the time, but I also wear contacts. It's a mental block for me. Like, don't touch your eyes because when you have contacts in, you can rub your eyes and your contacts won't just immediately fall out. But you have to be super careful touching your eyes or your contacts just fall out or like get stuck or like sometimes they'll get like folded up and like stuck under your eyelid what? and all that. See, that freaks you out. But touching the inside of someone's empty eye socket it doesn't? Well, I wasn't going to touch it. I just wanted to see it. You said you would touch it. I don't think he'd let me touch it. <laughs> but if he did, he'd be a pretty cool grandpa. Budumch. That was like not punny at all. Unwarranted drums. That wasn't even a joke. Have you ever fallen asleep <laughs> with your contacts in? So Sam wears his contacts 24-7, which you're not supposed to do. Yeah, what the... He used to wear them for like months at a time, but now he has gotten to a point where he'll change them like every two weeks, which I guess is improvement. But he still sleeps with them. Yeah, he sleeps with them. He showers with them. I heard that's not supposed to happen. So when you get contacts, what they tell you is you're not supposed to... There's three S's. You're not supposed to sleep, swim, or shower with them in which if you shower with them in or swim with them in you just don't get water in your eyes and it's not that bad i mean if you get water in your eyes you usually end up losing the contacts but you're not supposed to sleep with them in and my eyes are super sensitive so if i wear contacts at all like i have to wear dailies so i just throw them out when i'm done wearing them which is super expensive <laughs> compared to other contacts but it's because if i wear contacts for any length of time like if i put contacts in for an hour right now and took them out and and then went back to glasses and then went to bed. I'll wake up tomorrow with my eyes like all dry and crusty and like just super itchy all day tomorrow. Well, can't the contacts get stuck to your eye too? I've never heard of that happening. I believe that it could happen if they get super dried out. That's what I always thought would happen because my sister had contacts and has contacts. And I just remember sometimes she would fall asleep with them and then wake up and she'd be like, I fell asleep with my contacts in. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but you're panicked. So now I'm panicked. <laughs> I feel like when you do fall asleep with your contacts in, you just wake up with really itchy eyes. And I think it's more likely that the contact itself would just dry up and like fall out of your eye than like get stuck to your eye. Well, that's a lot less exciting. Maybe a lot less horrifying? Long story short, uh, I'll probably opt for Lasix when I get to that point. <laughs> or just wear glasses all the time. 
Contacts yeah. don't, you know, rustle my jimmies like a lot of people. I'd rather just wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only reason that I even still get contacts is because they're nice when you're like going outside or like going somewhere when you want to wear sunglasses or you do go swimming because like you can't wear glasses when you go swimming mm-hmm. and you can't wear glasses and sunglasses at the same time. Unless you're my dad who gets the clip on ones. <laughs> Boys, he a styling 60 year old. Let me tell you, you can't rock it like Fred Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely benefits to having contacts as an option. I definitely wear glasses a lot more now than I used to. Now, are you nearsighted or farsighted? I am whichever one means you can't see far away. I never remember if it's which way it is. Dang it. I was hoping you'd be able to clarify that for me. <laughs> whichever one means you can't see far away, but then I also have astigmatism in one eye. Oh, just one. Yeah. And it's not that bad, but eventually I probably have to wear like special glasses. The bifocals. Now I remember, that's why I would opt for surgery because my doctor's like, I see bifocals in your future. And I was like, <laughs> nope, not going down that road. No, thank you, Benjamin Franklin. I know that some people who have to wear bifocals, you can just wear contacts with reading glasses. Huh, that seems weird. Yeah, that's what my doctor told me that I would probably have to do eventually is just wear contacts for the far side and then wear reading glasses. Well, because my dad has bifocals and there's like a fine line. So it's like the top is for one and the bottom Uh is for the other. And he can't wear them. Like when we go to the field and play baseball, he can't wear them because his depth perception is way off and he would be rocked by a line drive off the bat (laughs) of yours truly. I have a special of a... Right back up the box. I've never hit him, though. I've only hit him once when I was little, so it didn't really hurt him. But I smoked a line drive. We were playing at my Uncle Randy's house, and my Uncle Randy lived right next to my grandmother, who moved. I just remember I was, like, 10 years old, and I smoked it, and it hit my dad right in the stomach. And I dropped the bat and just sprinted to my grandma's house (laughs) because I didn't want to deal with whatever was coming after that. And I'm just like, hi, Grandma. And she's like, what you doing? And I was like, oh, you know, they're playing baseball, and uh, I just... Just didn't feel like playing anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my instinct as a run. I was a runner. I was not a fighter. <laughs> or a flight. I guess I was a flighter. Or a flight risk. Or both. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what to do with that. I didn't know what to do with that either. It's a Monday. <laughs> we usually record on Wednesdays. We're trying Monday for once. It reminds me of Radio Feud when we started mm-hmm. doing Mondays. It took like three weeks to kind of get the rhythm. Yeah, it's just there's something about Mondays. I know. I didn't even work today because I don't start my job until Wednesday. So I was like, <laughs> I'll be fine. And I'm still the Monday funk. Uh-huh. I didn't even work last Friday because I was sick. So I missed my last day at landscaping. So I'm like on day four and I'm in a Monday funk. Mondays just have a vibe. They really do. So if we reel it back in, do you want to go down the road of the lady who's missing three fingers or should we just go on to number nine. Let's see what number nine is. So number nine is a picture of Bubbles from the Trailer Park Boys holding one of his kittens, looking very menacing. Oh, there's a picture of a kitten in the background too. He's in a shed. And it is for naming her kids after former cats and not telling her husband. <laughs> so this one is short and sweet and good to eat. There are millions of people out there who love their pets as if they were their own children.
children. And when those pets die, it can be hard to let their memory go. So what is one to do? Name their own children after their deceased cats, of course. What the hell? This woman chose her cats' names as the middle names of her three children, a little less weird, and never okay, told yeah. her husband the inspiration behind the names of it until accidentally slipped. So that's one we're going to dive into fully because now my interest is peaked. So I have a couple thoughts about that. First of all, it is a little bit less weird that it's middle names. Right. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I want to know what the names were because it's one thing, like if you name your animals like human names, like if you name your animal, like my cat's name is Ellie. Or like Paul. So that's like a person name. A kid's middle name could be Ellie. But like your cat's name is Pumpkin and Bear. Like I feel like it's a little weirder if you're like, oh yeah, my um my daughter's middle name is Pumpkin because my cat's name was Pumpkin. Like that feels weird. See, I already have a excuse. For example, Say I have a son and I name him Jedediah Bear okay. and Cody comes over or you come over or Sam and they go, why why Bear? You guys all know my cat's name, so we'll scratch you guys. Let's say Dr. Sheehan. Let's say <laughs> Dr. Sheehan's like, Robbie, what the hell did you name your kid Jedediah Bear for? And I was like, well, you know, with a name like Bear, he's, he's going to be hairy when he grows up. He's going to be a bear of a boy, let me tell you. Pumpkin would be a little more of a stretch unless born on Halloween. We're getting places. I just want to note that you came up with that example very quickly. I have a gift. <laughs> I don't think that she's necessarily an asshole for doing that, but I think it's a little weird. I mean, if you have other reasons to use those names, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I don't know. I think it's weird she didn't tell her husband. So let's read the whole post because then my next thought was if the husband's the dad... If my wife was having a child. I feel like he is the dad. I feel like that's implied from the way that's worded. But maybe not. Maybe it's misleading. So say like, and we're going to go on a road of hypotheticals right here. Say my cat wasn't named Pumpkin or Bear. Say my cat name was, what's a normal name? For a cat? For a human. I want to say Becky, but this wouldn't work for this situation because that is Hillary's mom's name. So that, of course, I would know why she chose that name. I'm trying to think of like if Hillary had a cat, we'll go with Logan. Don't ask me why that popped into my head. Me and Hillary have a kid, right? And say we're thinking of middle names for this child. And she's like, I want to do the middle name of Logan. My first thing, what I would ask, why Logan? Like, did this husband just go along with it for the hell of it, or did she lie to the husband? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have if you have another reason, like, if you can justify it, and you had another reason, but it also happens to be the name of your cats, I don't think it's even that bad. Like you said, like, if that was the example, and the name suggested was Logan, and you happen to have had a cat named Logan, but also, like, oh, my grandfather's middle name was Logan. Like, if it was conveniently those two things lined up, and you had another reason for it, go for it. I don't think it's bad. Am I the asshole? for naming our kids after past cats and not telling my husband. Here we go. We are actually in the Reddit now. Growing up, I had a... What the fuck? Growing up, I had about 35 cats throughout the 18 years I lived with my mom. She did Jesus rescue Christ. and foster work. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> Three of those cats were named Samson, Sabrina, and Sunny. Those are normal names. Those are normal except names. Except for maybe Sunny. See, I was thinking maybe... No, Sabrina's pretty normal. See, my first thought is like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, I had a friend in high school named Sabrina. I went to high school with a girl named Sabrina. Couldn't tell you what happened to her. Maybe she's a witch. Maybe, you maybe. know. Maybe. Those are human enough names. It's not like you're naming your children like... 
whiskers. But now I might. <laughs> I have two sons and a daughter. Their middle names are now Samson, Sabrina, and Sonny. When I was pregnant with them, my husband didn't really care about names. Okay. He gave his input but didn't feel strongly about any names, especially middle ones. I suggested these, and he agreed they sounded nice. The bad part, I didn't tell him they were the names of my previous cats. I don't know why. The first two, I did just think the names sounded good with their first names, regardless of my cats being named that. But by Kid 3... Learn grammar. By Kid 3 came, I immediately went to my cats' names for inspiration and settled on Sunny. My husband liked it, but again, I didn't mention the cats. Then the other day, I mentioned my cat Samson being... I don't know what that is. He said, Samson, please don't tell me you named our kid after the cat. He said it in a joking way, but I felt the need to come clean and tell him that all of our kids were named after past cats. I told him I wouldn't have named the kids that if I didn't genuinely like the names, but yeah, they are from my past cats. He wasn't really mad, but he seemed super annoyed and thought it was weird. My new question is, how old are these kids? Like, are they college-aged or like 35? And it's just like, by the way, do the kids know <laughs> yeah, too? How long has it been, right? Do the kids know they're named after cats? The way she's telling the story, I don't think it's that weird. I think it's really hard to come up with middle names that like sound good with first names. Not from personal experience, but since my best friend is now having her second child and I have been very involved in the process of naming her children because she runs all her ideas past me when she and Paul can't agree on something. And the process of like finding a middle name that goes really well with a first name seems hard. I can understand like the first one worked and the second one kind of worked. And then by that point, it's a pattern and you just kind of go with it. And if it still works, then fine. I think the only thing that she did wrong was maybe not mentioning it. But if he was super apathetic about the names, then did he need to know? And if you dig a little deeper, is this not the same as not naming your child after someone that you don't like? So for example, I'm going to use Joe, even though he's my best friend. Once again, I'm having a hypothetical child with Hillary, and she's like, let's name him Joe. And I'll be like, Joe stole my cosmic brownie on June 5th, the last day of second grade, and I will never name my child Joe. Isn't that kind right. of the same thing? Because there's an emotional attachment to that. Right. Or like... You would never name your kid the name of, like, an ex. Well, I feel like there's people out there that have, but they're crazy. Well, yeah. But I feel like intentionally you would never do that because, yeah, you have, like, a connection to that name. So just to wrap this discussion up, which for the record, I kind of scrolled down the comments and most people are saying, no, she is not an asshole. She's just kind of weird. Kind of like what we're saying. She's kind of weird for not <laughs> mentioning this beforehand. And now I just have that nagging question of how old are these kids? Are they our right. age? Are they eight? Because I think if you told an eight-year-old that they're named after a cat, they'd be all for it. But like if I have a family of three and I'm a stockbroker in New York, who's to say? One last question. I know as of now, you're not planning on having kids this is a whole episode of hypotheticals if you do have a kid would you give them the middle name of ellie i was literally just thinking if i were to have a kid i love the name ellie like it's so cute would you go first name with ellie mm, i don't know if i could just because we have a cat named ellie i mean the name is really cute and it would be really cute as a middle name or even like eleanor is cute so see, I would do something like that, where our cat's name is Ellie. So if you were going to have a kid and you wanted to like pay homage to your pet that you loved so much, name your kid Eleanor instead of Ellie. You know what I mean? I do. I think I'm going to start calling your cat Eleanor, though. 
properly. I call her Eleanor when she's being really lazy. And I told her I'm going to call her Eleanor when she's really old. The next time I visit you, I'm going to be like, ah, yes, Eleanor, join me in the gallery. (laughs) Yes, please. Wine and cheese and champagne. All the alcohols. Not just all the alcohols, all the social media. That's right. You can follow us on Podbean at the Hit and Run Show, Spotify at the Hit and Run Podcast, Apple Music at the Hit and Run Podcast. Follow us on Facebook where we do daily posts, not every day, but most days, where Mondays we'll post the new episode. We'll do surveys, pictures. We like to engage with our crowd and make sure that you subscribe to us on all of the social medias that we just listed and show a friend they're 20 minute episodes just get them on board and you can even tell them i want you to listen to this for 20 minutes if you hate it go your merry way but if you love it listen to all these it's pain free let me tell you and then have them follow us on everything too so natalie what did we learn today we learned shit what was the thing you said i had to remember it when we wrapped it up oh that posts on reddit are called threads we did learn that today because i didn't know we also learned that it's not that weird to name your kids after cats but maybe disclose it to your significant other first. And we learned that sometimes you'll never know why someone is missing a or several fingers. But we did learn why my grandpa Frank lost his fingers and his eye. We learned that husbands should be a little more curious when giving middle names to their children. And we learned that the next time I'm in Columbus, I will have a fancy dinner party with the cat named Eleanor. This has been the Hit and Run podcast, and we will catch you next time. (laughs) 